Hallelujah. Are you ready? Yes. Tonight I want to talk about self-deliverance. Say self-deliverance. Self-deliverance. I want to teach you how to deliver yourself in your bedroom. Should I teach you that? Yes. Can I teach you how you can go in your bedroom and deliver yourself? Oh, yes. Say self-deliverance. Self-deliverance. And we will do it right here. After I teach you and after I preach to you, we're going to do self-deliverance right here. We're going to see so many people being free from the power of Satan. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. May God increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, take a Bible quickly in Luke chapter 2. And we're going to start from verse 13 to 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good will toward men. Oh, I just like the statement, good will towards men. Can I have New King James Version just to see the other side of the whole story? The Bible says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace. Amplified. Glory to God in the highest, the heaven, and on earth, peace among men, with whom he is well pleased. Men of goodwill, of his favor. And I can have message translation. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women 
on earth who please him. So give me back my King James Version. I want to show something here. The scripture says something very amazing. The Bible says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Good will towards men. Good will. There's a good will of God towards us. The will of God which is good. The whole ministry of Jesus Christ was centered in three things. Number one, repentance of sin. And number two, there was deliverance. And number three, there was healing. Three. If you call yourself a man of God and you don't do these three things, you are God of man, not man of God. We are preaching the gospel of Jesus. We are contending against powers of darkness in heavenly places which are so much strong deceiving the saints, the children of God who are innocent like you putting in debts and problems and demonic oppressions and demonic depressions and demonic arguments in your families, in your relationships and putting you in business crashes and all those nonsense and things and set of rules but hear me when God intervenes Amen. The moment Jesus met a woman who was born by the devil for 17 years or 18 years, Jesus met this woman. And there were Pharisees, Sadducees, who said, Why are you trying to heal this woman? And Jesus said, Simple thing. He said, she is a seed of Abraham. Amen. And she is entitled not to be the way she is, but she has to be free. Oh, what was the reason for her to be free? She is a seed of Abraham. Do you understand somebody? If somebody comes to you and says, why are you looking for a miracle? The answer is simple. I am a seed of Abraham. Oh, am I talking to someone right here? Oh, I like this song. Can you just have this song for a moment? I'm the seed of Abraham. I'm Superman. I'm Superman. I can do anything And you can call me Superman The Spirit of God lives in me He has given me the ability can do anything, yeah, yeah, and you can call me Superman, the Spirit of God lives in me, yeah, the Spirit of God lives in me, yeah, he has given me the 
I am a new creation, say. We say, I am a new creation, born of the seed of Abraham. I know who I am. I'm wonderful and fearfully made. I am a new creation, born of the seed of Abraham. Abraham. The Bible says, He who has faith is a seed of Abraham. How many have got faith in the house? The Bible says, Anyone having faith is what? A seed of Abraham. Ah, Jesus saw this woman in the church. She was in church for so many years, but she had a problem with her back and, and it was an infirmity an infirmity meaning to say it was caused by the devil and when she met Jesus Jesus said this woman is a seed of Abraham did you hear that? she's a what? how many, how many here that called the seed of Abraham? now just imagine, this woman was a seed of Abraham, yet she was in church. And yet, 
she had an issue for 18 years. Hmm. 18 plus 12 is what? Huh? Now, Jesus said, for this woman, she has had this problem for 18 years in the temple. Meaning to say, Jesus knew this woman 18 years ago. And when was 18 years ago of Jesus? And don't, don't forget, Jesus began his ministry when he was how old? When he was 30 years of old. Now, when Jesus is saying that, he's 30 years, which means he saw this woman 18 years ago and how old was jesus he was 12 and when was it the time he was fighting with the father remember when he was 12 he was arguing actually he was teaching the pharisees and um, the elders in the temple and his mother and his father were looking for him they couldn't find him they had to go back to look for him because he was in the temple which means he saw this woman that time when he was 12 in the temple and Jesus grew with a 10 years older. This woman was still like that. But Jesus met her and said, Woman, no, this is an error. All this is a church. You are surrounded by men of God. You are all the time coming in church. You are a seed of Abraham. Having this problem is an error. Jesus said, I'm going to heal you. And people were like, No, you listen to this. The Bible says people were arguing Jesus to heal the woman. They were trying to stop Jesus. Because it was on Sabbath. And on Sabbath, and Israel is a serious thing. You're not supposed to work until today. But Jesus had to break the protocol for the sake of a woman who was a seed of Abraham. And tonight I'm looking for somebody with the faith who can connect himself to the seed of Abraham. Who says, I want to break the protocol. Let something happen in my life. I want to get out of this infirmity. I want to walk out of this mess. I want to get out of this debt. I want to move out of this power of darkness holding my life. I want to walk. Am I talking to somebody in the overflow? You are hearing. When this woman met Jesus, don't forget this woman, she never said to Jesus, heal me. But that the fact she was in the temple and the fact she had faith, she was declared by Jesus that she was a seed of Abraham. Did you hear that? The fact she was in the church, the fact she was in Jerusalem, see it. Just the fact she was in ECG, I mean in Jerusalem. Jesus saw her faith. And he said, no way. You are not going back home the way you came. So the woman had a problem for 18 years. And what was the problem? She was walking like this. This woman. You know those people? Who have a problem of... You call it what? Hashbag. And this woman goes like this. The devil sitting on her back. And she walks like an old woman. There was a demon of an old woman sitting inside of her. I think I've seen me sometimes I'm casting demons. Demons will manifest like you see someone walking like this. 
that person has been possessed by an old woman or an old man demon. You see a person walking like an old person. Ah, a demon. It's not just the walk as you see. Every movement of demons which manifest here, it's not just a move and a walk. That's an old person demon. If you see a person having the hash, whatever they call it, and he's walking like this, having the pain, and you can't stand straight, it's a demon, an old spirit, living in a person. And Jesus said, all people will look at this woman coming to church just like that. Jesus said, no way. I want to allow this woman to be like this. She came having that problem, but she went back home like this. And that's exactly what's going to happen tonight. You came here with a problem. You're going to walk back home with a solution. Enough is enough. My God is rising for you. He's taking out every mess, every power, and every force. It will be destroyed by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. So you are talking to me, Major. Can you imagine a mad person? Entering in heaven where God is with the madness, walking out of the madness. Oh, just 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 imagine. Can you imagine? Can they, is that possible? A mad person to go in, in heaven and pass through the, the, the throne of God and walk out through mad. Is that possible? Now, how do people walk in God's presence in a church like this one? Where oh my god, and you walk never. I am telling you the fact that you you. Now, hmm, are you here or you're home? The fact, the fact that you are here. Now, what happened in this? Do you understand? They are what we call spiritual portals. It's a spiritual portals. A portal, it is a doorway or a gateway through which angels and God passes through. When they want to touch people out there. What I'm doing here and what I'm saying here, it is being passed from heaven through here, going to the whole world. As I'm talking to you now, people in Russia, they are hearing what I'm saying now. So God is using this place as a gateway. The information from heaven is passing through here. It is going to the rest of the world. You don't understand. Jesus said, tell you in Jerusalem. Why Jerusalem? Because Jerusalem is the capital city. And Pretoria is the capital city. Now. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. Oh, are you hearing me or are you not hearing me? Somebody? Now, you first, Jesus Christ said, tell you in Jerusalem until. You are endured with the power. Do you understand? Now, so hear this information. Now, when you understand the place where you are, what do you think this is? What do you think this is? This time, this night, we're having all these thousands of people here. You can see the overflow, you can see another overflow, you can see Miracle Tent, you can see Hall D, you can see another hall, you know, I mean another overflow. And I'm talking about, you're going to see the main hall here, and we are talking about. And we are talking about night hours. 
and people believing here around midnight. But why is God bringing you here? Why? What, what, what is God seeing? What, what is God? What is God seeing? I'm telling you, for God to bring you here, and it means God saw that when you come here, you can finish yourself. So God saw your problem and he said, where can I take this person to? And God, he was looking and he was looking. He said, all right. When he goes to uh, ECG, it's going to be a last bus stop. I'm talking to someone, right? So what happened is, in the spirit, God has got spiritual powers. That's when Israel is not everywhere where miracles were happening. There were specific places. I'm coming from Israel, and last week we were in Israel, or some of the church members here. Listen, in Israel, where I was baptizing them, it is the exact spot where Jesus was baptized. Amazingly, it's the exact place where John was baptizing people. Surprisingly, it's the exact place where the Israelites, the Joshua, crossed the river Jordan. Surprisingly, it is the same point where Elijah crossed. He commanded the water to split. Surprisingly, it is the same place where Elisha split the water. Surprisingly, it is, an, I'm talking of the Jordan River. It's a long river. But why this specific place? Because spiritually, they are what you call spiritual portals. It's not every place where God is. The Bible says, seek the Lord where he may be found. Oh, am I talking to somebody? God works. He has his own portals. Now, when imagine you go in a portal, a portal is a place where there's an angelic visitation. And God's presence and God uses that place. Huh. As an intrusion, way his power, his enduring force, and his love, his mercy goes through. Now, imagine us sitting down in a place where we see people. If, if I just now say, all those who are sick there say, now rise up and walk. It's not even a thing of saying, in Jesus' name, changing my voice, hallelujah, you're gonna be healed, rise. No, rise up and you, you're gonna see people rising up. And walking. And what makes that all happen so simple like that? Because this place, it is already a portal. You come here, you sit down with your wheelchair, not knowing you are healed already. All you wait for is a major one to say, stand up and walk. Because this place is a place where when you sit down with your problems, your problems will move out before I come and say, come out. So when you understand where you are, oh, I'm talking to somebody who's hearing, right? That's why some people, they come here not knowing that it's a portal where God is. Look at, at, at Jacob. He was sleeping on a stone. The Bible says, suddenly he saw angels ascending and descending. And guess what he said? He said, this is the house of God. And I knew it not. I knew it Meaning to say you can be in this place not knowing it's a portal and you can know it not. You didn't hear that. 
So you can be sitting down and everyone clapping hands just as you have done and uh, sitting down just you are doing, not knowing where you are. And other people getting their loans canceled, getting marriages, getting miracles, salvation, getting deliverance. And you're just like, I receive. Not knowing where you are. The first thing that you must know is where am I? What happens here? I mean, what happens? Just remember what happens here. What have I seen in this place? You're going to see and remember a lot of things happening here. HIV here get healed like nobody's business. We are talking about dead people. They come back to life here. Oh, you, you know how many dead people here have come back to life? Can you answer me yourself? How many dead people come back? So many people. We have seen dead people coming back to life here. Not, no, no, anyway, here, seeing them come back to life. Now, so you, you sit down like this and you go, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh, more demo, more demo, more demo, more demo. Hayo matata, hayo matata. Yet my tata are so many in your life. How you, how you, are you sure? <laughs> you must know where you are. Now, just imagine an mad person going to heaven. The fact the mad person will step one leg in the arena of heaven, madness automatic. We, we had a mad person last week who came from Zimbabwe. I am standing here and I just spoke. There's a mad person out downstairs and I spoke about his healing. He got healed. How many remember that? Immediately he got healed. Because this is a place where you can get healed and not knowing. And live with your problem, not knowing it is out. All you have to do is to throw it away. Otherwise, you keep moving with your problem on your shoulder, not knowing God took it away a long time ago. You better accept you are free. You better accept you are delivered. You better accept. Oh, God, I know. I see. 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 As I'm talking, you when you understand the volumes of God, you sit down like this and you say, No, I am in the overflow, I am in the miracle tent. But guess what? This is a place through which heaven is operating through. People get healed through here. People get saved through here. People get their jobs through here. I also get my job through the same place. Tell your neighbor, you are not sitting down. You are receiving. Say, Jesus. Say, that's my boss. Can we go ahead? Yes. Are you sure we go ahead? Yes. Now, I want to show you something. There are three kinds of troubles. Three kinds of troubles. All right? When I speak to you with these three, I'm going to give you a password of self-deliverance. Should I give you the password? 
some of you, you still having some issues. When I give you how to deliver yourself, you're going to go to your room, close the door, and get a simple, clear delivery. And you're going to wonder how your life will begin to move from that moment. Say, so Jesus. Jesus. Here we go. So we have got three kinds of troubles, all right? So if you are in trouble, it's either you are in among of these three. The first trouble, we call them the devil-caused troubles. These devil-caused troubles, it is not you who causes them, but the devil causes them in your life. For example, the devil went to, to, to God and said to God, Do you know Job loves you because of his money? And the Bible says, God said, no. And the devil spoke to God and said, allow me to go and touch him and see if he will still stand with you. Some of you, the day the devil touched your relationships, you almost stopped praying. Because your relationship with God was based on your boyfriend. And some of you, the moment you're going to lose your job or you're going to lose anything, you, you're going to stop coming even to church. Because your relationship with God is based on materials. Some of you that day are going to hear any story, you're going to stop coming to church. Because your relationship with God is based on stories. So when the devil came to, to Job, God said, you can take anything out of Job, anything, apart from his life. So the devil took everything. And this discussion was behind Job. And Job didn't know there was that discussion. Same day Job had a report, all your children are dead. If it was you. Being told all your seven children are dead. All the seven children, gone. As he's hearing that somebody comes and says, Mr. Job, all your houses have collapsed. That's what happened with Job. And I told you, you can make a research. There has never been a rich person in the Middle East, including Yemen, including all, all these rich, 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 all the whole Middle East, including Syria, Israel. There is no one and has never been one rich more than Job. The man was loaded, yet he loved God. And he stood all your houses are gone. As he's thinking about his children, they tell him about his houses. As he was thinking about his house, they, they told him, all your cattle, they are caught with diseases and they're all dead. If it was you. And the wife came and he said, Case God right now. The Bible says, so the wife went to him and said, Case God. Case God right now. And he's standing like this, four men of God came to him. And they said, you have sinned against God. They came with the prophecy, false prophecy. They said, it's, you see. Every, if it was, just imagine. You didn't even lose a husband. You just lost a boyfriend. You, you, you went crazy. 
boyfriend from a home village, Polokwani. He went crazy. I don't know why God is doing this to me. I better die. Are you serious? Why are you involving God in your relationship? All this time you didn't involve God because the man has left you. Now you're trying to say, God, 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 are you serious? A small business gone. Oh, me, me. A, a, small, a small salary. Listen to me. Look at your name and say, you better be serious. I'm talking of a man by the name Job who lost his children, all of them. Lost all his camels. Camels in those days were like the Mercedes Benz of today. The Lamborghinis of today. A donkey was like a, a, a Corolla. A horse was like a Bentley. And the camel was like a Ferrari. And he lost everything. He lost Ferraris. He lost uh, Mercedes-Benz. He lost the Bentleys. He lost. And yet he said, I shall never depart from the face of my God. 